Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. I got something I want to talk about to you. Hello and welcome to another edition of Communication Mixdown. I'm John Langer. Climate campaigners and activists in Australia and in fact around the world are still pinching themselves at the massive success of the strike for climate now just a little over two weeks old. 350,000 turned out across Australia. 161 countries took part and over 4 million filled the streets around the globe. Now, despite this adulation, a poll taken in Australia just a few days before the protest found that 65% of respondents didn't even know the climate strike was taking place. And only 6% of those respond- of respondents said that they would take part. So how do you get more people to care about the climate emergency? Our two guests this week on Communication Mixdown have some answers. Chris Warren is a journalist and media watcher, and he's a regular media commentator for Crikey, the independent news website. And he's been following the media coverage of the lead-up to and the aftermath of the strike for climate. Hello, Christopher. Hi there. Now, you've written about something called the consensus gap. And to me, this was one of the reasons why people don't care or don't know much much about the climate emergency what is the consensus gap, and how does the media come into play here? Well, the census gap is a phrase that's developed by the Centre for Climate Change Communications in the United States, uh, particularly by John Cook, who's an Australian and uh, written a lot about denial and the, the impact of climate change uh, denial. But basically, it's the gap between the proportion of scientists who believe that climate change is real and is uh, created by humans uh, and people, and the gap's about 97% of scientists and 67% uh, of people. And it's this gap that uh, is being artificially created by uh, the opponents of, of climate change action, largely fossil fuel companies and uh, people related to them, uh, who are trying to prevent action being taken. And the bigger this gap is, uh, then the harder it is to uh, to achieve change. And you're saying, and other people have said this as well, but you're saying the media plays a very important role in in creating this gap. That's right. The media has been, less so now, but over a long period of time, uh, prepared to provide, uh, in the in the interest of balance, uh, a voice to climate change denialists, uh, and, and often a, a use of climate change of climate change denialist talking points and descriptors uh, as a way of kind of creating a, a balance uh, in, the, in, in the debate. And the effect of that has been to create greater doubt 
uh, around the climate change. Uh, but there's, there's a reason this is important because I think what the various analysts of the debate would say is that confidence in the science is the gateway understanding that leads you through to the need to take action. And if you, if you doubt the, the reality of the science or if you can create a doubt in the reality of the science, you don't have to necessarily reject the reality, get people to reject the reality of the science. You've just got to, got to get them to think, well, I really just don't know. Then you keep those people out from engaging in the need for uh, action, either in, by taking action or by supporting political parties that are committed to action or by forcing the party they normally support to become more committed to uh, climate change action. Now, I want to ask you something. This is uh, might be a bit, a bit of a tricky question, but let me ask it anyway. If you had to rank them, who would you say was the most pernicious media culprit in terms of climate denialism in Australia? Look, it's clear that uh, News Corporation has been very actively involved in promoting climate change uh, denial right across their, the, uh, the, the spectrum of their... Uh, publications and, and broadcast networks. Uh, and that's true not just in Australia, but also in the United States. Uh, one of the interesting things that's, that ha- that's happened is in, in Australia, we tend to think, oh, News Corp is kind of influenced by Fox. Uh, but actually, when you talk to Americans, what Americans tend to say, well, the problem is Fox is being heavily influenced, uh, particularly by uh, Lachlan Murdoch's experiences in running the Australian operation and that he's now brought that into, now that he's now running Fox in the United States. He's bringing that Australian experience uh, into an increasing uh, conservative and anti-climate change action position on the, in, in the United Nations. So uh, it's clear that the that News Corp has been a very dangerous player uh, in this uh, in this space. Uh, and in Australia, it's such a large part of the media landscape. In some parts of the country, in Queensland, for example, it's an effective commercial news monopoly uh, that uh, it's had a really powerful impact in creating this sense of uh, doubt about the climate science. And what about uh, broadcast TV? I know that, uh, there, of course, we live in the era of the Internet, but television still plays a fairly important part of uh, people's uh, reliance on on uh, media for getting information. Well, I think in broadcast TV, it's often more a case of what people ignore. Uh, clearly, in some of the talk TV programs, particularly the Sky uh, programs, which are broadcast uh, obviously on Foxtel, uh, for which people subscribe, but also free to air through most of regional uh, Australia, uh, has actively promoted climate change denial talking points. I think one of the dangers of that happens in television is that they simply ignore the uh, they simply ignore it uh, as an issue. They find it too hard uh, to cover. It's too quote controversial for them uh, to cover. So, uh, but that absence means that uh, it kind of creates a. It also punctures the sense of urgency about it because in the sense that if there was an urgency about it, uh, then there 